Hey everybody, it is Thursday, July 19th, 2018, and you are listening to the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brad Ezeldyke, and I'm here to talk to you about car news, car culture, and car whatever. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to do a short first drive review of the 2018 Nissan Kicks, which just hit dealer lots within the past week or so. Um, if you haven't been paying attention to this end of the market, the small SUV market is the new big booming area. Uh, and as automakers rush to fill this gap uh, for people who think this is the segment for them, uh, Nissan is doing so very quickly. Uh, this is a car that is replacing the Juke, the much maligned Nissan Juke. So uh, a lot of thoughts about that in regard to this vehicle. So uh, without further ado, uh, well... We'll get to it after the bump, but first, also one last thing. Uh, if you like this show, if you're looking to listen to other episodes of the show, you can dive back into the archives at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Uh, this podcast is also available blah, for free at a multitude of services, including Spotify, Google Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. We're all there, so... Uh, Feel free to dig in, see what you like, uh, see what you don't. I'm always looking for feedback, and you can always drop me a line here at Anchor FM uh, at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Anyway, on to the review. So the Nissan Kicks, the 2018 Nissan Kicks, uh, it is Nissan's foray back into the small SUV segment that uh, they had kind of ran around with a little bit with the uh, Nissan Juke in the past. Uh, if you don't remember the Nissan Juke, it was the surprisingly popular uh, tiny crossover that debuted, I think it was 2010, 2011. It was the close of the aughts when a concept car came out and then the, the initial vehicles were launched in Europe. Uh, some people really love the Juke, uh, specifically for its driving dynamics, uh, for its edgy design, uh, for some of its smart uh, engineering with its four-wheel drive system and CVT combo. Other people really didn't like the Juke because... Well, the exterior design and interior design, um, really the lack of technology that was made available in the car, and uh, a lot of people just didn't care for the fact that, like, to get the good stuff, you either had to go up to a Nismo, uh, which often was only available in front-wheel drive with a stick, or to get the other sportier credentials underneath it, you had to go for the four-wheel drive and CVT-only package. The Nissan Kicks for this one, it throws a lot, of, a lot of that out of the window. Um, the kicks that we are receiving here in the United States is going to be assembled in Mexico, but they build these things all over the world, and they sell them all over the world. Uh, in fact, Nissan has been building and selling these vehicles since about 2015, 2016. Uh, it was right around the time of the Olympics down in Brazil. Uh, Nissan had a big push with this vehicle down there, and this car was actually initially designed for the Brazilian market, and that is evident in some ways. Uh, specifically with some of the cheap-natured materials that are inside of the vehicle, uh, some of the cost-cutting measures that are really throughout it um, to keep it available for purchase. As, you know, Brazil is now becoming a first-world country. It's working its way up there. People have a lot of demands for mobility. Uh, this car is kind of leading the way for them. And as the marketplace opened here in the United States, they realized that they have a product that was going to be cheap and relatively affordable and easy to adapt to our crash and safety standards and our emission standards, and thus 
Nissan pulled the trigger on this one. And uh, from a marketing perspective, it seems like they've kind of done the right thing so far. This car is pretty universally praised for its styling, uh, both inside and out. It's been really mostly well accepted on the material front, uh, but we'll kind of get into a little bit greater detail about that here in just a moment. So to kind of kick things off, ha, with the outside of the Nissan Kicks, uh, more or less you're getting what you expect with a Nissan. Uh, it uses the Nissan de design language from uh, front to back, top to bottom. Uh, it's not quite as uh, divisive as what the Juke was. Uh, if the Juke perhaps looked like a slightly upset frog, uh, the kick seems more like a happy frog. Um, it uses the floating roof style that Nissan popularized with the Murano a few short years ago. Uh, that is evident in this vehicle. It uses these swoopy headlights and taillights that have been uh, pushed further on by the Maxima and the 2019 Altima to decent effect on this vehicle. Um, but where things kind of get interesting for me, uh, at least with the kicks, is that they offer a two-tone paint job. Uh, Toyota recently unveiled the CHR last year, and they offered two-tone paint jobs on that. And they actually sold out of many of their two-tone paint options on that. And Nissan is hoping to do some of the same things with this. I believe your roof color options are black, white, and orange. I may be slightly mistaken on that. I, I know the model that I drove was a darker gray, almost silver, uh, with the orange roof and mirror caps. Uh, it looked good. It's enough to be distinctive, but not enough to be overpowering. It lets you add a little bit of a personal touch to the vehicle, um, which, speaking of that, Nissan does let you do a uh, color specialty arrangement option thing that adds a couple hundred dollars to the price of your vehicle where you can actually go in and specifically choose color details for your wheels, uh, for your mirror caps, for your spoiler, for any other trim pieces around the vehicle. And you can come up with some pretty crazy combinations. I know I personally like the blue colored kicks with the white roof. It gives a little bit more of a British feel to the vehicle, but uh, the orange also looks great too. Um, but yeah, go ahead and go on Nissan's website, NissanUSA.com, Kicks, blah, blah, blah. It's somewhere on there. It's fun to tinker around. Another standout feature on the outside is that uh, the SR trim that I had does come with these really nice-looking blacked-out 17-inch uh, wheels. They look good. They're really nice wheels for a car that's as cheap as what this is. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's inoffensive in a good way. Um, if something like, you know, a CHR is maybe a little too alien or something like a Mazda 3 is maybe a little more on the luxurious end, this is what you would expect a, a vehicle that starts at $18,000 to be. And that's a good thing, I think. But uh, where some of this starts to change is when you move on to the interior. So the interior of the kicks kind of continues some of the fun elements from the exterior onto the interior, depending on the trim that you have. Uh, the model I drove, like I said, was an SR, so it had some up-leveled uh, equipment on the dashboard, and the seating material was a little bit different. Uh, we'll start first with the dashboard. Uh, really nicely laid out, uh, you know, a fairly low dashboard, considering that it's technically kind of sort of a crossover. Um, really good visibility out over the dash, onto the in, uh, hood and everything. Um, you do get a very nifty electronic uh gauge cluster that kind of moves around and zips around you can equip it to do 
some vehicle safety stuff, some fuel economy things. Uh, you can have uh, some of the crash detection, things like that, active on the dashboard as well. Uh, all Kix models comes with a standard 7-inch touchscreen. Uh, SV and SR trims have a, an Android Auto and Apple CarPlay uh, compatible system that works pretty well, um, as you'd expect. Uh, but the standard head unit is just okay. Um, I, I wouldn't say Nissan is a front leader in when it comes to technology, but at the very least you can plug your phone in and do things the right way. Uh, so that's always an upside. The stereo seems pretty all right. I can't imagine there were more than eight, eight speakers in this vehicle. Um, it did not have the up-level Bose sound system with the speaker system that's built into your headrest. Um, that seems pretty cool and apparently it works pretty well. Um, but the standard system is about what you'd expect for a $20,000-ish dollar vehicle. What I really liked about the interior though is uh, the vehicle I had had the orange roof and thus orange details were added throughout the vehicle so there was a nice orange stitching on the seats. Um, there was a quilted kind of look to the bottom cushion and back of the seat that really gave an interesting level of detail to the vehicle that I really appreciated. Speaking of the seats, uh, the cushions were a little firm, not too bad on your bottom, but there was some bolstering support for your lower back. As somebody with back problems, that was very much appreciated. Uh, with the car set in seating positions where I felt comfortable as a 6-foot, 200-pound driver, I was able to fit pretty comfortably behind myself in the rear seats. There was about four-finger width apart uh, from the front of my knee to the back of the seat, and about the four-finger width that you'd expect from the top of your head to the roof. Uh, the Kicks does not come available with a sunroof or a moonroof, and I think that's a good thing. It would add a lot of weight to the top of the vehicle, and it would uh, take away some of that headroom. Uh, there is plenty, depending on where you position your seat, but overall, I wouldn't want to nick any of that off for people who are riding in the back. Uh, it's comfortable adults for a while, but you pack more than four in that vehicle, and you're going to get pretty tight, pretty quick. So as far as the mechanical bits go for the Nissan Kicks, it is based off the smaller Nissan Versa, which is a car that I feel like a lot of people either love or hate. Uh, the Nissan Versa is usually known as the most affordable car in America, although I think the Mitsubishi Mirage now has that honor in air quotes. Uh, the Nissan Versa is a pretty okay car. There's a lot of legroom in the back, it rides pretty well, it's got a pretty decent engine and transmission combo that, you know, for a thirteen dollars or $14,000 car makes sense. In the Kicks, you're getting that basic platform. It's been enlarged slightly. Um, you're getting, I believe, multi-link suspension up front. You're getting a torsion beam in the back. Uh, you know, there's a lot of space that gives this vehicle the room that it has, and it works out pretty good. Uh, the engine itself is a 1.6 liter inline four, makes about 125 horsepower, does not have direct injection uh, compared to other variations of this engine. It is mated to a CVT only uh, here in the United States. I believe foreign markets you might be able to get a five or a six speed manual. Uh, this CVT is, of course, like many of the other Nissans, which I believe are all CVTs now across the board with exception to the very large pickup trucks and SUVs. Uh, Nissan does a pretty good job. Uh, this car has some quote-unquote fake gears. Um, it does shift a little bit like a conventional automatic, but it's very smooth. Um, I kind of got it to do some kind of bump shifting a little bit, and other times it just kind of wound up like you'd expect a CV to do. Um, with more time driving, I think I would definitely be able to get some interesting ways for to make it drive, but 
more or less this is done for fuel efficiency on this vehicle. Um, Nissan's rating the car, I believe, on the low end around 25 or 27 miles per gallon. Uh, in the city and on the highway, it's rated as high as 34, uh, 35 or 36, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, overall, while I was driving it, I got well over 30 miles per gallon, so that's not too bad. But of course, it was a fairly limited drive. Um, it feels not exactly fast and that's the main thing about this car with only 125 horsepower it's not going to be able to exceed a lot of traffic but it's going to be able to move track with move with traffic fairly easily this is a very lightweight crossover it weighs only 2600 pounds uh which is featherweight in this segment uh my first car back when i was a kid was a 1993 volkswagen fox that car was 20 300 pounds so to think that this brand new one with all the safety technology and all that stuff is only a little bit more kind of goes to show you that you can do a lot with a lot less and uh it seems to work pretty well for this car overall um i can't really think of too many complaints that i have about the way it drives uh, but there are a few for one thing i don't really care for the brakes on the vehicle they are a little spongy there's a little more travel than what I would normally like, and that might also be because I'm used to driving my Fiesta that has a little bit more of a bite to the braking system. But overall, it's about what you'd expect. It drives like a, a kind of like a high-riding hatchback, and so it's definitely a little bit more on the comfortable end of things, uh, but overall, it's pretty good. Another complaint I have about the driving aspect of the vehicle is that there is a lot of tire noise, and I don't know if that's because they are economy tires that are on the outside of the vehicle, uh, but it does let a lot of sound into the car. Um, it's not bad, it's not droning, it's not crazy. I definitely have the stereo turned down low a little bit so I could hear what's going on with the car. Um, but like I said, for a car that costs $18,000 to start, it's really about what you'd expect, give or take, at this price point. Things that I really did like about the car is that the ride uh, of the vehicle was great. Um, this car really cruises well down the highway. It's smooth. It floats over bumps in the way you'd expect, but it doesn't feel like a like a land yacht. It doesn't feel like a Lincoln. It's not. Doesn't feel like it's out of control with how floaty it is. Going into corners, you know, I wish that there would be a little less understeer but you know this is also a compact crossover meant for younger drivers not race car drivers so you know you do what you can um, I didn't feel like it was a bad compromise on the ride and handling but it leaned a little bit further into the softer comfortable end than what I would personally normally prefer um, but yeah, I mean, visibility is really good in this vehicle. There's a lot of glass that you can look out. Um, I checked blind spots on both my right and left and it worked out pretty well. The car does come with a blind spot monitoring system and the SR trim. So that does help a little bit. Um, but overall, you know, it's going to do most of the things that you want it to do, uh, pretty easily. Um, as far as other driving things go, you know, it does have a tilt and telescoping wheel, so you can definitely find a comfortable spot pretty easily. The flat bottom steering wheel is a little bit weird, and that might take some getting used to. Um, it definitely caught me off guard one time doing a uh, turning circle test, which, by the way, is microscopic. I could not believe how small the turning circle was in this crossover. Uh, this thing might even have a smaller turning circle than my Fiesta. I might be overestimating a bit there, but nevertheless, very good city car. 
I could see this being a very good crossover choice for a lot of people who live in bigger cities. Um, you know, if you're in an area where it gets a lot of snow, I think you'd still be okay. Um, but that has one major drawback with this vehicle as well. Uh, Nissan said they will not offer all-wheel drive on this vehicle at this point in time. Um, it may be the next version might, but this one is going to be front-wheel drive only. So that is something that's going to be worth taking into consideration if you do want to look at this vehicle specifically. So all told on the kicks, you know, it really comes to, down to a lot of what you need. If you need something with all-wheel drive, if you need something with more uh, grip in the winter months, you might want to look at other small SUV competitors like the Honda HR-V or perhaps the Fiat 500X uh, that might be able to get you where you need to go a little bit easier. But that being said, in many places and in many circumstances, a good set of tires will get you many places uh, in the same way that an all-wheel drive system will. Um, fuel economy wise, this car leads the pack on these small crossovers and SUVs. Um, I don't think anything comes anywhere close to the Nissan Kicks, uh, getting that 30 miles per gallon plus average. Uh, that's pretty darn good. And I would say overall, the driving dynamics of this vehicle really suit a very wide majority of people, and that is also a very good thing. Uh, comparing it maybe perhaps to the Mazda CX-3, uh, the CX-3 is going to definitely be more sporty and ride a little bit more firm compared to the Nissan, whereas something like the Honda HRV might be a little bit softer. Um, but to me, the kick seems bigger on the inside, and that's also the major selling point of this vehicle, is that you are getting a lot of space and a lot of fuel economy for not a whole lot of money. As I said before, the Nissan Kick starts at 17,995, and with destination, it's just under 19 grand uh, for the base trim S model. I wouldn't ever buy that car. Um, there's just a lot of options that are missing on it. Um, it makes a lot more sense to upgrade to the SV or SR trims, and in fact, I would probably just spring for the SR to begin with. Uh, the one I drove with many of the options that seem to be about what most people need is uh, it was like 21 five or six out the door or maybe not out the door but uh, msrp of 216 which is pretty good um if to get grab all the options on the vehicle to check every box you're looking at just over twenty three thousand dollars and that's before any incentives that nissan will probably eventually be doing on this vehicle uh so all things considered you're getting a lot of car for not a lot of money and with the fuel economy advantages uh I'm pretty impressed uh, for a car that I didn't think was going to be able to live up to the goodness of the juke. Uh, it's done a good job by being something completely different. So if you're looking for a high riding hatchback, gives you a little bit more outward visibility, a little bit more space in the interior. Um, I think it's a good choice. You know, um, I wouldn't be opposed to owning one and living with one every day. Um, I might miss the all wheel drive option in some aspects here in West Michigan, but overall a very good vehicle. So the 2018 SM Kicks, go ahead and take a look at one at your local dealer. I'm sure they'd be happy to let you take one out for a test drive. All right, guys, that just about wraps up this episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. Like I said before at the top of the show, if you want to listen to other episodes of the Salvage Title Show, you can go back here on anchor.fm at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Uh, we've got everything stored on here, as well as many other podcasting platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, you name all the casts, they're there. Um, we try to do the show every week, and by we, I mean me, uh, but that doesn't always end up being the case. Um, so if you've got thoughts, opinions, anything like that, you can also drop me a line here on Anchor FM at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N, uh, or you can leave a voicemail and we can post it here to the show. That's kind of cool. Um, 
yeah. So, it's summertime. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Uh, we're just a few short weeks away from fall coming around the bend, which feels weird, but also means it's new car season. There's a lot of cool new stuff coming out this fall, and I hope to be able to go out and drive more and tell you more about it in the very near future. Until then, guys, I hope you have a great week. Have a safe weekend, and we'll see you next time here on the Salvage Title Podcast. Thank you. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.